everyone, welcome to this very special episode of the Western Podcast. My name is Nicole Catalina. I am one of the writers for the Western, and I'd like to thank you all for joining in. Um, as always, I'd like to start with an acknowledgement to country. On behalf of the Western team, we would like to acknowledge the Darug people as the traditional custodians of the land where we're currently recording this podcast. We pay our respects to the elders, past, present, emerging, and continue to acknowledge their spiritual connection to country. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So as I've said, this is a very special episode. And the reason why it's very special is because we are introducing a very new member on the Western team. So this person will be replacing Mark um, and they will actually be our newest editor on the platform. So um, for those who don't know, um, our previous editor, Mark Mariano, has actually stepped down from the Western team. Um, earlier this year, it was a very quiet exit. We didn't really announce it, but it was with a good reason because he has so much on his plate at the moment. He's doing so much this year. So as you know, he's doing a lot for SBS Voices, SBS Food. Um, he's a published writer on Sweatshop. Um, and, you know, I, I I think all of us can like really be really, really be proud of his achievements. He's done so much and I have so much respect for him for someone who's repping the West in his work. And I think I can speak for everyone on the team um, that as an editor, I think Mark has done so much for the Western. He's been an amazing contributor and he's really shaped the platform for the greater good. He's left such a really great impact on us, especially to us writers on the team. I mean, we've always sent him some really shitty fresh drafts and he's done a really amazing job just cleaning um, our writing all together. And yeah, he's just done so much for us. So to Mark, if you're listening to this right now on behalf of the Western team, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your amazing work. I hope you continue to inspire others outside and within your career and beyond. And to listeners at home, please keep following Mark on his adventures. He's still on Instagram. Um, he'll always reply to DMs. Um, take my word for it. <laughs> um, but as one door closes, another one opens. Um, so I hope you guys are ready. I'm here to introduce our new editor for the Western. I'd like to give you all a warm welcome to Annie Kendia. Hello. Hi. I love how you introed <laughs> me like I'm like a celebrity. After you Mark's are. Achievements. You, you are a celebrity to us. <laughs> not not replacing Mark. Big shoes no. to fill. Yeah. You're not replacing him, but he's moving. You are doing so much. You you're gonna do so much. <laughs> I'm no excited. Pressure. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you I'm for having me. Oh good. And we look <laughs> forward to working with you and me too. for your roastings for my our roastings. <laughs> no, I'm so nice. I'm such a baby. I have no roastings. Yeah, okay. I'm really gentle. Yeah, I'm a baby too. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um just as an icebreaker, we're gonna play the reflex game yeah. because I am lazy as shit. No, um, let's do it. With icebreakers but you pick first i pick first is pick. this a question for you or a question for me um we can answer it both together. okay think about a perspective you believe in strongly do you believe this view is yours or do you think it was inherited from society because we live in a society yes as the joker would say <laughs> <laughs> okay a perspective that you believe in strongly hmm that's a loaded one mm -hmm. huh. what's your strongest belief my strongest belief. Which hill will you continue to die on forever? Mm. I think the strongest belief I have at the moment is don't deny your past, mm -hmm. be it good or bad. Accountability type? Accountability, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, and I think it's important because like, if you've done like shitty things, 
it's good to think of it as like a learning curve. And mm-hmm. there's this thing that Elaine Dibaton said mm-hmm. that if you're not mm-hmm. embarrassed about your past, then you haven't really learned anything. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. That's yeah. the only way to really grow as a person if you own up to who you were before. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just blindly egotistical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Do you think it was inherited from society? Did someone teach you that? Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, um, okay, this actually came from an Instagrammer. Um, I don't know her surname, but her name is Erin, and she is... Do you know Kerwin Frost? No. no. Okay, so... Sounds familiar. Yeah. No. Um, he's... I don't know how to describe him. He's, <laughs> he's a lot of things. Um, but she's the wife of... Kerwin and mm-hmm. I think they had some tension halfway through last year uh-huh. and um, well long story short they had a redemption arc um, so he redeemed himself um, but um, someone was like asking why she still had p- um, photos of her us- husband up and she was like you know I don't deny my past um, I don't want to deny hi- um, having a relationship with him the same way that he's trying to erase me, mm-hmm. which is like, oof, that hit That's hard. true, yeah. <laughs> like, if you've been in a relationship, you learn stuff from everything, whether that's, like, a failed friendship or whatever. Like, I feel like it's a lot to just erase them from your past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice. They've shaped Good you. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. But what's the perspective that you believe in strongly? <sighs> I feel like... Dude, over this podcast, you're just gonna. My communist tendencies are just gonna be unveiled. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think that like my biggest like belief is just like the liberation of the working class, which sounds so. Oh my God, no. <laughs> yes, national democracy all yes. the way. Okay, so yeah, I think that that's like not necessarily taught to me by society. Like this is how you should think, but like if you simply live and breathe and experience what it's like to like be working and like just like i don't know just be any type of minority just pay attention to the world around you and yeah. the issues the root of everything lies within that right so i think just observing and like growing older and being like hmm why is the planet dying who's responsible for that yeah. like why are there no jobs like why why is anything i don't know yeah why is there systematic racism and everything yeah. it's yeah. capitalism exactly so yes. yeah that's 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 my strongest belief yeah. and i think yeah no i think that if society were to spoon feed me something would be to be ignorant about those things because mm. that's what it would benefit from but yeah. like just being a person just just paying attention i think you realize that that's that's what's going on yeah exactly yeah and i think it's i think it's so fruitful to have like some bearings about like your world like not like just like mm-hmm. the physical matter but like actually what's happening in different pockets and like different layers of society sure like the structures that underpin everything like that it's so useful to me to have like something to like a lens through which to view the world and like Mm. everyone struggles through because i can be like it makes me feel a little bit less helpless if i know what is underpinning all of these things right like i don't know yeah it's good it's empowering it's good stuff yeah absolutely it's very (laughs) fruitful okay i'll pick one yeah yes Oh, shit. That's a instructions card. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rip, uh, do you feel like you can actually achieve your wildest dreams? Damn. I don't know yeah. what my wildest dreams are. I know. Like, that could be anything. Like, I feel like there was this TikTok I saw, like, months ago about you have two different ambitions or, like, two different goals in life. There's one that's, like, career-based and then mm-hmm. there's one that's, like, you know, I want to be compassionate. I want to be honest. I want to be mm. loyal. And I think they said you should 
um, aim for the latter because there's less expectation and it's like more realistic and grounded. Mm-hmm. And I think, hmm, I th- I think that's achievable to think that you could be you can reach a point of like being loyal or like being like a good person or mm-hmm. like honest, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, it's I think it's an unending path yeah Yeah. no I think I agree with that because that's what my initial response was going to be like I don't have like I'm gonna have this job and I'm gonna live this life and I'm gonna have like this house and I'm gonna live here I think that my my goals are always just like I hope I can be a better version of myself and be happy with myself like at the end of the day that I can be proud of like how I'm dealing with my own life because I have no clue what I'll end up doing but as long as I'm content and moving forward in a in a good direction that I'm happy with like working on myself I think that I would be you know fulfilled and so I guess my wildest dreams are just like the same as everyone else to be like happy and fulfilled in my own life and self which is hard but also like I think yeah it's it's a it's a good goal to work towards it's like not exactly like a five-year plan Mm, (laughs) yeah yeah but I think like it's a good thing to underpin all your decisions in life yeah, wow, that's very fruitful. <laughs> yeah, and it's a very good goal. I think it's very energizing. It doesn't have that like, like I feel like when we think about those kind of goals, we get really swept into like, you have like my goal in life is to just be a positive person, mm-hmm. but like it's just so impossible to like be positive I know. all the time. Yeah, and I think it's like you can't even expect that of yourself. I think the best you can expect is like, just do your best. <laughs> like, exactly. Get through every day and be like you know positive that the the decisions that you made throughout it were the best you can do yes. in the you know in the context that you were in 100 percent. yeah that's it yes good goals yes exactly good goals you <laughs> and me holding hands yes. wanting to be fulfilled yeah. yes yes <laughs> we love to see it <laughs> anyway let's talk about you um, let's get into your questions so I'm sure everyone at home is dying to know a lot more about you mm-hmm. or stalk you I'm in sure. any way. <laughs> um, so whereabouts do you live in Western Sydney? Like not like your address, but mm. <laughs> where in Western Sydney and have you always lived in Western Sydney for your whole life? Um, yeah. So currently I literally like literally live 10 minutes away. Um, I live near Doonside in Bangarabi. Um, I've lived in this area since I was five. So I used to live in Woodcroft, so just on the other side of the train tracks, um, also right near Doonside. And then before that, I was in Burwood and like Kempsey and like Liverpool oh yeah, area. The, the, the west of Sydney, the yes, western Sydney. Yeah, just moving around when my dad got a job here. But I've pretty much, I would say as long as I was sentient, um, I've lived in that area of western sydney like the blacktown region and it's good stuff i would not want to leave yes exactly (laughs) i don't want to leave either yeah Yeah. no western sydney is just such a cozy place and i think it's funny how you when you when you said like woodcroft and zoomside like i just think about like that photo i don't know if you've seen it it's like Woodside or like Dunecroft because you don't know where Woodcroft <laughs> yeah. starts and ends. Walking, walking to and from like school yeah. when like you would pass the sign that's like "Welcome to Dunecroft, Welcome to Woodcroft." That was like mind blowing to me. I was like, "Wow, I am walking across borders." <laughs> like yeah. as a little primary schooler, I was like, yeah. "Can't believe this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I love I love Woodcroft and Dunecroft. It's yeah. such a nice area, and like especially. Woodcroft with that little plaza, like yes. with the my childhood, the lake. Yes, the, the lake. lake. Ugh. I just think of like, do you have good memories of the lake? I do have good yeah. memories of the lake. That's like such such good memories of the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, me and my family used to go for walks and feed the ducks and I feel like that's such a common experience. It's yeah. like every every person that's lived in that area. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I we used to just like hang out there. Mm. Yeah. It was good times. I, fun time. I enjoyed being a child growing up there. Yeah. My dad used to play tennis there sometimes. Yes. We stopped feeding the ducks bread when we realized it was not good for them. Oh God. A lot yeah. of groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bread is not good. I've <laughs> I've when I learned about that I was like, holy shit. Bread makes you fat. Exactly. <laughs> but we love being a fatty. <laughs> um, do you have any other fun memories of Western Sydney? Because you, outside the podcast, you mentioned about the Rudy Hill Hill. Oh yeah, talk I about, that. about that. Um, I am obsessed with this stupid hill. Um, yes. it is like literally like right behind my house because like Ben Garabee area. It's like you just like you can like walk to the Rudy Hill. Yes. Um, me and my friend during like this time last year like when quarantine was happening and there was like nothing to do we were like we have got to get out of the house we've got to do something um so we like went to the hill that she had like been taken to by like um some friends in high school um we like spent ages trying to find it as well we were like is it this turn so it's the rudy hill like historical site if anyone is looking it's like the rudy hill that rudy hill is named after i'm pretty sure everyone from the area would like know it but it's literally just a hill like it's just a bit of a big hill and you can look off into the distance you can mm. see the mountains in the distance and mm. there's a little netball court down the bottom um where we would like skateboard because you know that part of quarantine when everyone randomly yes. took up skateboarding and skates <laughs> <Yes>. and <laughs> it was fun banana bread. yeah i did not stick with it mm. i mean that's to say i never got better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good hobby. It's so good. I love to zoom around and feel like a kid. But yeah, I grew emotionally attached to that place because we would go like every other day. Like it would be the routine to go to Rudy Hill um, at the end of a day to watch the sunset. I don't know. It was just like nice. It felt like our spot. Like it was like, oh, this is just like tucked away behind my house. Mm. Like it it was very magic. It still is. It's real magic. Yeah. And I bring everyone that I love there. Um, That's to say like my five friends, (laughs) my partner. That's it. Yes. And my parents. Yeah. It's good stuff. I love, I freaking love the Rudy Hill. I don't know why. Yeah. It just feels like the hangout spot. We were like playing music with the first time we went there and I was like, Mm. This feels like an important scene in a coming of age, you know, nostalgic yes. movie. Yes. And so I just want to be the protagonist, the yeah. ans- the angsty teen. Yes. For once. Yes. <laughs> be the main character in your own story. Yeah, I want to be the main character. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's such a good <laughs> message to like take away from. Oh my God. <laughs> be the main character. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and oh my God. And now listeners can now like. If you want to meet you, we can just go to the Rudy Hill. <laughs> just <laughs> hang out at the Rudy yeah. Hill. Yeah, I'll show up eventually. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, mm-hmm. or we can do like our next meetings there. Jokes. Honestly, <laughs> good vibes. Yeah. We could do a picnic. True. Picnics are my fave to yeah. take there. It's really oh good. God. But not now. It's winter. Yeah. Everyone's cold and cozy. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, next question. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you love the most about Western Sydney? I mean, outside the Rudy Hill Hill. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you hill. stand <laughs> um like physical places look okay i know like annie talked about this last week in the podcast like mm-hmm. what is the western sydney experience mm-hmm. but like i feel like a bit of an imposter because i'm like i love western sydney but i feel like i still don't know very much of it like i'm so confined to the the personal like experiences i've had just growing up mm-hmm. but like i don't know like i just i i think i love the fact that it feels like a place of our own you know like 
I don't know. It's hard to explain. I just love the fact that there's community here that mm-hmm. feels like it's not just like a community brought together mm-hmm. by something external. Like we just like all happened to congregate in Western yeah. Sydney. Mm-hmm. And like I I know that every place where there is like some value brought upon by like the communities that live there, there will be in some years some kind of like gentrification, some kind of development. Yeah. You see it in Parramatta already. Mm-hmm. But like I used to be so longing for like I want to move to Newtown. I want to live in the inner west. Like when I was in high school, I'd be like, that's the place to be. It's so progressive. It's so exciting. Oh, no, it's Mm. terrible. It's filled with white gentrifiers. Nothing feels like home, like Western Sydney. Like nothing will ever feel like home, home. And this is the home that I have, right? Like I, I think that especially growing up here and going to high school, we would make so much fun of all being from Western Sydney or at least like, you know, I feel like we'd make fun of ourselves before anyone else could. Like, yeah. haha, like, you live in Doonside, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you get, get shanked at Doonside. I'm like, yeah. oh. you know, it was all just like, all to say when I got to uni and realized I don't get along with the people that I thought that mm. I would. I'm not yeah. set out to live in freaking Newtown or Petersham yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. it is because yeah. those people inherently have such a warped perception of anyone from like Western Sydney, like, just minorities in general just like it's such a facade and so I pivoted completely and I was like actually I love Western Sydney actually all of the people and things and everything I care about lives in Western Sydney and so why did I you know like hate it for so long Mm. and that's like a metaphor I'd say yeah yeah (laughs) not oh my god no I feel like a lot of listeners that I would resonate with like this feeling of wanting to remove yourself from Western Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you tend to romanticise the west of Sydney, so, like, mm. Newtown, Summerhill, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And I think it's because, like, those places are, like, very attractive in terms of, like, what they have to offer in terms of arts. But, like, we have arts now as well. Yeah. Like, we've I got think it's just that we're so, like, underrepresented that, like, yeah. no one is pitching Western Sydney to like the masses you know no one's like this is the place to be because it is simply not for everyone it's Mm -hmm. only and that's like what is good about it like no one's (laughs) no one's like oh I'm gonna you know move to Blacktown for the vibes Mm. like it's it's for us and it feels like home it's not for like consumption which is what makes it very authentic to me right like it's just people living like all of the best parts of western sydney would just come from the people and it's not because we're trying to turn a big profit or attract some big crowd Mm -hmm. with our businesses without anything Mm -hmm. i think it's just like the sense of community like the the families the inherent i don't know the inherent just just yeah. just vibes yeah exactly just vibes, man it's definitely authentic <laughs> oh my god i agree with you and yeah it's it's partly vibes as well um, and i like yeah. i feel i feel bad that i like fell into that trap of being like oh but like newtown is such a place to be for young people and like yeah, yeah. i get it like there's nightlife in other places mm. but if you're looking for a home i don't think anywhere will feel like home to me like i might be from india but i feel like it's not really it doesn't feel like I'm like at the end of the day like oh that's where I want to settle down Mm -hmm. whereas I could definitely be like building a life here like I don't know where else I would be yeah but yeah yeah, I don't know it's good stuff yeah it's really good stuff love to hear it times I say it's good stuff no 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 no. it's no we love it no (laughs) that's so true though like um there's no other home than Western Sydney yeah like because like 
Yeah, and I feel like it's so true that you don't realize it until you get, I guess, when you sort of get displaced out of the environment. Mm-hmm. Like, it's interesting because when you said you don't, you just realize that uni. That was something that I felt as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, especially, um, coming from like an art school background, like. I, don't, I mean, we'll talk about uni in a second, but <laughs> we'll roast uni. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's yeah, it's just an interesting thought um, that I, I, I think, think all of us can relate to. Yeah, just putting yourself in contrast with other people. Like, because I, I went to primary school here, I went to high school like in Girawin, so it was like hills people and people mm-hmm. from like this part, like Blacktown area. Yeah. Um, and so, like that was that was the extent of the world for me. Mm. And then I just thought of like inner west white people as like a caricature and then when I realized I was surrounded by them and I felt like I didn't want to do social things that I was told to do in high in like uni like join societies like go to like all of these events I was like why don't why isn't this fulfilling to me like why don't I want to do this and I was like oh I realized that first of all I'm I'm terribly socially anxious but Mm -hmm. second of all I like don't like the company of these people yeah oh my god (laughs) they hit different they really do they really do there are exceptions to this rule if anyone from uni is listening and you're my friends I love you but (laughs) some of y'all are white man yeah Yeah. Uh, what a mood (laughs) and it's good to cherry pick sometimes I think it's okay yeah no definitely yeah um also just sort of moving on, um, I know you said before the podcast that you don't have any art to offer, but mm-hmm. I kind of want to talk about um, what you create, which is <laughs> ironic because I wanted to ask, because I know you do a bit of writing mm-hmm. and you're going to write for us, mm-hmm. obviously. So how did you sort of start getting into writing? At what point did you think writing was for you and like s- something that was a huge passion for you in life? Dude, I don't know. I don't think I'm a good writer. I just would like to get my thoughts and hypotheses out there in some way. Mm-hmm. I think that I used to think I was a good writer. Like when I was young, I would do a lot of like, you know, recreational creative writing, which is to say I would write like little short stories and my mom would be like, that's great, Annie. <laughs> but um, I like the first thing I probably maybe wrote was um, for... Uh, a Caroni like in uni which is like the like the autonomous edition that they put out once a year of like the weekly student paper yep. and it was only because um they like asked and were like hey would you like to write and I was like I think all I needed was someone to like believe in me a little mm. bit um and I wrote an article and it was not great looking back not my proudest work don't even know if I would had you like a to share it what it was? Oh, I think it was something about like emotional dynamics, about like mental health and like Well that's still that's still a good topic. I would yeah. I would rewrite it with yeah. some more nuance now. Yeah. I have some more thoughts now. But yeah. um yeah, no. But I think I think I'm still figuring out how I would like to write. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more of like a a tactile type of writer. Like I feel like I want to present a scrapbook of ideas um and I'm still figuring out my writing style but um I would like to write more like I have things to say mm-hmm. but my block is simply being like oh but everything has been said already like what's my unique take yeah. but I think it's just simply by continuing to write mm-hmm. um I would be doing myself a favor mm. by and hopefully I don't know, like if I present some ideas, if I write about something and that like gets people thinking in any way, like if it 
impacts anyone at all mm-hmm. and if, if it resonates with anyone at all it brings sparks any joy anywhere yeah. that'd be great but it doesn't necessarily have to be writing yeah. i don't consider yeah. myself a particularly gifted writer i like i like publications and i like putting publications together and like having some kind of creative vision to them but um don't know if i'm a particularly apt writer but i'm very excited to write more yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god absolutely and that's very fair if you don't know what the hell you're doing yet mm-hmm. like that's why i say to a few people on this podcast like I ask them, do you know what your practice is? And they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, that's absolutely fine. Like, it's okay to, like, dick around with, like, styles. And, like, if mm-hmm. you copy someone naturally or, like, someone that inspires you, mm-hmm. that's valid as well. Like, not to say it's okay to be a copycat, Mm-mm. but, like, I understand it's so hard to be original. And yeah, everything's sort of, yeah. been said already. Everything's been done already. If you have any kind of inspiration, I feel like you're naturally going to take from that when you make whatever art you're making. But... Yeah, as long as you have a unique voice and message, I think, then that is something. And I think I'm still figuring out what my, like, writing voice, what my narrative is, if you will. But um, the only way I can do it is by keeping writing. So keep moving forward. Yeah. With references. Yes. So look forward to some subpar articles from me. Um, It's not subpar. (laughs) You're going to do amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You'll yes. be great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything that you would love to write about, though, like at this current point? Like, if you don't know, that's okay. But what topics are like currently interesting you? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I used to be very into like, I would like if you'd asked me like maybe a year or two ago, I'd be like pop culture and like stuff mm. to do with pop culture. But pop culture is everything now. Yeah. Like pop culture is really not. And then I, I realized I don't really know that much about pop culture. I just get fed Tick, like stuff by the TikTok algorithm and I'm like I know very much about mm. useless things yeah. but I think I would like to write more about um, stuff from a perspective that is like more mine so like a queer ethnic perspective whether that be mm. about Western Sydney or not so much um, I want to write more about like more creative things I want to mm. write in a more creative format so not just like analysis opinion articles i really like to like venture into some more types of like narrative um yeah and more visual stuff which is not really writing but i would really like to do some more like like graphic stuff to accompany anything that i write Mm. i have some vision of like having like a very scrapbooky out I don't know like a, a, a scrapbooky kind of aesthetic to like how I write mm. because in my head I think that's what it is yeah um like associations and yeah and so stuff. I want to do some kind of like visual medium as well to things that I write mm. some kind of interactiveness whether that be like it doesn't have to be visual I like mm. associating music and playlists with stuff um which is not particularly groundbreaking but mm. I don't know I just want to play around with like narrative forms a lot um and figure out what I have to say yeah no, that's <laughs> awesome yeah no I love that I love that kind of approach to like writing like something that's like unconventional and very artistically like stimulating mm-hmm. and I think like having an intersectional angle of like a queer ethnic experience is like it's something that's I think it's starting to emerge a little mm-hmm, more now definitely. and it's the perfect time because it's pride month yeah. <laughs> um, but we don't support capitalist um rainbow capitalism, <laughs> rainbow capitalism. yeah watch no. it come out this 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 month we, we promise we won't be rainbow capitalists <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing yeah. to capitalize on really yeah. but yeah yeah i'm excited to do that um i had a thought i lost it it's okay i'll come back <laughs> 
I'm sure, I'm sure the thought will come back when I ask the next few questions. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I guess this is the part where you can rant a bit about uni. Um, I wanted to ask you about what you're studying at the moment. And um, is it something that you're enjoying or not mm. enjoying? Because you see, because I think in the past conversations that I've had with you, you seem to have some very creatively inflective courses i think you did some like design stuff here and there. yeah so i'm like okay i'm in my fourth year of my degree at usid which is a bachelor of arts and advanced studies in media and communication so i'm doing media and communications and my second major is marketing mm-hmm. um i really enjoy like the media and communications aspect of it i feel like they focus a lot on journalism which is like kind of outdated in how they teach it i think but i think that that's just in general how it's taught at universities at this point like it's like media and communications is just like so much more than just like writing news articles now Mm -hmm. um i'm like how many of us are going to graduate to become abc reporters (laughs) probably some of us but not all of us exactly but um yeah no i really enjoy like the i'm currently doing a magazines class or like it's a uh, like a a production class i really like i have really enjoyed all of the like production aspects of media and communications um particularly i love to lay up things in InDesign like publications zines the edition of the newspaper that I did I've not done very much of it but it sparks joy yes (laughs) and I love having something to show for you know like a body of work to show for the work that you've done that's like Mm. it looks like what it is yeah I don't know like it's like very visually appealing it like Mm -hmm. amplifies all the content inside of it like I'm just really enjoying that but like Mm. yeah I I don't have much experience. I have a lot of qualms with how my university is teaching us oh, these things. Yeah, I that's have fair. I am not a fan of the marketing side <laughs> of my degree. <laughs> I chose it to uh, make myself more employable and yeah. I think I stand by that, but I'm unsure yeah. at yes, this point. Yeah, yeah, look, I'm I'm in the middle of doing like um a group assignment for that and I am regretting all my <laughs> life choices. <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uni is whack. Yeah, uni is weird. You just think. going to use it is such an experience. I think yeah. I'm glad I went. I'm glad I go. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot about myself yeah. from the people that went there. But sometimes I'm like, God, wouldn't it just be good to go to like the WSU campus in Parramatta? Like, oh, God, exactly. that sounds like such a dream to exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I feel the same way. Like, if I didn't, like, I feel like if we didn't put so much, like, value onto, like, stuff that's outside of western sydney yeah it's just like random prestige placed on like these like historic universities but i'm like y'all it's not a nice looking place like i'm just gonna say it (laughs) yeah no the sandstone buildings are nice but you know we don't get to study in those we get (laughs) and just like i don't know i don't think that the quality of education builds up to the the like you know really really prestigious like kind of image that they try to build for themselves yeah like yeah. behind closed door usage administration is shit i will say mm. um also the course cuts to tertiary education in general um higher education terrible i mean yeah. that's governmental but also yeah. usage is stacking so many like has stacked so much stuff yeah um and cut so many important courses over the past mm. like two years i would say since mm. i've been paying attention um 
terrible. Yeah. No, I have no love towards them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I do not yeah. care to uphold their prestige of Usted. Yeah. Go to Usted if you want. It looks good on paper i guess but yeah. it's the same as any other university and it comes with a bunch of pricks <laughs> exactly exactly right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah what about unisub you how do you feel about unisub <laughs> i feel the same way mm-hmm. trimesters oh, has trimesters. put this like a lot of layoffs on like professors and i think it's just ruined like i have i have a friend in the philippines mm-hmm. who is just not able to study in australia anymore because mm-hmm. Because of trimesters? Yeah, not not even because of trimesters. Like, because he's just not... he Like, he just can't study there. And mm-hmm. he's travelling back to London to study there instead. And, like, Dude, it's, it's so funny because I've talked to him on, like, Messenger. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Saj. Mm-hmm. Um, but we never, ever got to meet. And I was just so sad and, like, bummed out. No, yeah, that's so upsetting. It's depressing, yeah. Dude, I... The concept of trimesters... This is so off topic, but, like... Yeah. Just the way that universities are just trying to make money off of you and then pump you out of university as quick as they can. Yeah. Like, where's the valuable education in this? Exactly. Like, you are just, like, there is no reason for them to yeah. do that except to monetize us and, like, get money out of us as quick exactly. as possible. Yeah. Like, and some, some tutors, I think, can be a bit of a joke. Like, yeah. Um, the fine arts, like, side of UNSW is bit questionable (laughs) 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 i spoke about this with jazel um if you want to hear more about that Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean but if we want to put in the positive thing um if we want to see it in a more positive light Mm -hmm. i just i guess the message to take away is university isn't always for everyone and i think there's i think there's ways to be creative or like productive outside of university. Oh, just absolutely. Because, yeah, a, like a million different yeah. ways. And I'm sure like both of us have gotten so much value out of like studying. Mm-hmm. But I think there's, yeah, th- like, you know, we, we live in an age where like we, c- we can be like DIY artists, like in our own uh-huh. room. And like we can be like event organizers, like mm-hmm. at h- home. Just like, get experience yeah. in the field that you want to work in, like figure it out until you find a f- a, an area that works for you. I think that's like just... I don't know. Like, I don't know if I gained value from usage specifically that I couldn't have gained elsewhere. But just for the people that I met along the way, just for the mm-hmm. group of friends that I have now, I think I would do it like 20 times over just for mm-hmm. my friends. Yeah. Um, but look, I, I feel like university is just kind of like an investment that you don't know if you're going to get value out of yes. until you like graduate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah no it's yeah. definitely not for everyone i it's painful yeah but i'm scared to graduate <laughs> <laughs> it's just a piece of paper at the end of the day yeah, yeah. i will yeah. milk this degree for all it's worth yes Except I will not study the course content. That's that's above <laughs> me. I won't that's learn fair. anything that I'm here to learn. But we'll I go will go past you. I will yeah. stay for five, six years for yes. no reason because I'm scared <laughs> to graduate. Yes, yes. <laughs> just like hide away. Just go part time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's literally, the that's yeah. the goal. That's the plan. Yeah. Honors, masters, whatever Cute. keeps me here. Love to see it. Whatever <laughs> shelters me from the real world. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm doing honors, guys. Love to participate <laughs> in the discourse and the discourse alone and not do any work yeah, in the real world. Exactly. Well, if uni's not like influencing you, then what is? Like what are some of your inspirations in life? This is a oh very clumsy segue to my next question. But <laughs> what's my inspiration in yeah. life? Oh. Do you have any like figures in your life 
that even if it's just like someone personal or like a big like star or celebrity mm. um like taylor swift no don't bring up taylor swift. okay we're not ready for that <laughs> okay okay no listeners will know what we're talking taylor about first like, i used to be a taylor swift stan she's not a big inspiration for me now she lives a very different <laughs> life passed, you, you passed that phase okay i was 12 <laughs> i don't know if i have any like big inspirations that i look towards i think i I don't know if there's anyone my age that would be like, yeah, my idol is like X, Y, Z. I think we nowadays like get so much creative inspiration from just like tidbits of stuff that you see everyone doing. Like I, not to bring up TikTok again, but it feels like such a like um, sampling of things that are inspiring to me, like visually, like theoretically, like I just like learn so much from just like paying attention to the world around me. Um, and I would say also my friends, like, I think that we're all very similar. We all have very similar values, but we have very different, like, lives and experiences in some ways. Like, we have very different, like, creative pursuits for the most part. And so I like to learn from them and what they're doing as well, um, whatever that might be. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have any big big inspirations. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> and I think, I think it makes sense for, like, the way you sort of explain like your thinking and like your own practice yeah. like sort of getting like a collage of ideas I think is a really beautiful way to put it yeah and, yeah a, a nice little sampling a little collage a little scrapbook of whatever it is yes slice of life I'm being spoon-fed the co- the inspiration of my life by the TikTok algorithm is what I'm saying <laughs> yeah which is less inspiring yeah. but um which but what i will say about that is that it really makes it so that you're not like idolizing some like you know person with a big following just because of that reason which is like yeah. still i can still get so much in- inspiration from those people That's true. but yeah. just like just everyday people that happen to be similar to me doing little things that inspire me whether that's like something in how they dress and like mm. them the music that they're listening to like the art they're consuming just yeah. like the, the theory that they're reading like whatever yeah. it is I there's just so much to learn from the people around you that is like very valuable if you just choose to pay attention and listen and exactly. you know yeah be a be a very concentrated listener yeah active listener yeah it's, yeah it's kind of like yeah, there's there's always like a huge story in every people's lives. Yeah, and, like you're only like really just scratching the surface, and like even though you're just scratching the surface of something, it can or cannot may or may not be like very valuable to you. And like I think it's so true that like the TikTok algorithm <laughs> is very much catered and curated to your own liking. I like, know. Yeah. I feel insane for talking about TikTok, like as but if like it's a but it's like <laughs> literally hours of my life go into that wretched app, and yeah. like. I don't know if it's making me a better person, but uh, it it's getting me through. <laughs> yeah. It's it's inspiring. Yeah, <laughs> I th- there's some great content that comes out of TikTok. I agree, yeah. and it's like yeah. it's like given me a push to you know dip my toes into lots of like um, little hobbies that I would not have you know pursued maybe otherwise. I got into like embroidering. I love to embroider a little bit. I haven't done it in a while, but that like sewing, like I my failed skateboarding endeavors. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> physically fit so that was never going to be anything more than a little hobby but Mm. like it's it's nice it's good stuff it's good stuff (laughs) good shit good shit (laughs) 
Oh, we love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like, yeah, I like to take inspiration from everyday things. I say this as if I'm some big creative budding artist. Also, I say this as if I don't, like, I'm not, like, socially anxious and, like, can't stand, like, most people. Like, I have, like, five friends, Mm. and that's being generous. Um, Mm. But I, I, I feel like, I hit the jackpot with them and so I can eternally learn from them yeah. because they are the type of people and they have like the values that I would like to emulate. Yeah. So yeah, biggest inspos. I love them. that. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. My <laughs> Allah wives. <laughs> oh my God. And it's so, I think it's so fruitful to just limit. Well, I like it's good to have like big circles, but I think it's so nice that you just say five friends like th- that's I'm such a specific tired. it's such a specific number and oh my god i feel that like it's the introvert life it's and the amount of people i can yeah. see myself being a good friend to yeah and like i have a bigger circle i have lots of people in my life that i would consider friends um and like my friend group is like that realistically there's like 10 of us but mm-hmm. i don't know i i feel like the max amount of people that i am regularly being a active good friend to is like mm-hmm. five like whoever those five people may be at mm. that time but yeah. yeah i even even just like hanging out with one of my friends that i haven't seen in a while they they have such different lives and personalities mm. and experiences that i feel like i'm living vicariously through like yeah. all nine of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, num- the numbers increase to yeah. nine yeah <laughs> five to nine yeah that yeah varies yeah and yeah what i think one of the things i this is so random to say, like, mm-hmm. off the cuff, because you've always say said, it. like, being socially anxious. And it's so funny because I mentioned about being socially anxious mm. in the intro of this season. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't know if this might be a good way to overcome my social anxiety. You've been doing great. <laughs> oh, thank you. I've been yeah. observing the past couple of podcasts. Yeah. You're a natural. Oh. You have nothing to be worried about. And you're a natural as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, wasn't saying, I wasn't saying this just to be self-absorbing. It sounds so self-absorbing. No, but I wanted to say, I also wanted to say that one of the things I really love to interview in terms of a guest is, like, those who are like very introverted so mm. far and i know who they are i won't drop names but <laughs> i think introverts give like the most like they give out like the most valuable like advice and knowledge mm. and i think if you just sort of because i think in society not very broadly speaking but like yeah, we have such a tendency to like i guess put so much value on those who are sort of like forcing themselves to like get out there and there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with like being very out there and social but we also have to honor like those who are just withdrawn and just you know inside their homes like snuggling up to their own practice and Mm -hmm. yeah for sure i feel like they have the most like introspective thoughts like i think for me well not to say that i'm one of those people but like constantly uh exerting energy and like giving myself out which is what it feels like when i'm like socializing like giving little bits of myself out and like putting on a little bit of a character Mm -hmm. seems like i'm not really looking inwards that much and like unpacking like i like Mm -hmm. to like have a big day out and then just go home and just think and just unpack the day's happenings and come to terms with what i feel like about them and like that's Mm -hmm. i feel like a, a good way to describe maybe how introverts might be like more thoughtful and come to their own conclusions on on things they have more time to process mm. um rather than constantly like putting themselves out there yeah at every step of the way they have a little bit more time to ruminate and come yeah. to some 
you know. Yeah, it's it's like recharging yourself. Really. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What a move. It's it's nice to be around extroverts, but I could not. Yeah, there's a there's a point. Yeah. I mean, extroverts are great. I feel oh, of you course. out there. But there's I was a point. We were like counting the extroverts versus introverts in our friend group the other day because I was yeah. like, what's the balance? Like, how does anything happen? If we were all introverts, I feel yeah. like nothing would happen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so we would just like not do anything. Yeah. You just have to be adopted by an extrovert. Dude, literally. Yeah. Like, actually, that was definitely me in high school. Like, all my, well, one of my like closest friends at the time was like, I feel like I just adopted you. Like, <laughs> like he just like moved yeah. to our school and like would make me do all of this stuff mm. and, I, and i was like you know i only like come out because of you like i would like literally never go to these parties like if it was just me by myself oh. i have no intention he was like yeah you need like someone to adopt you yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah you need someone to like g you the fuck up like uh-huh. it's so yeah you need that you need some frugal people in your mm-hmm. life yeah. for some for some wild experiences yeah. that you wouldn't get spice it up yeah yeah definitely (laughs) um my last question yes um as you're taking on some really big shoes Mm -hmm. no pressure Mm -hmm. um is there something what do you sort of envision for the future of the western or like what do you look forward to west like let me restart that Mm -hmm. i kind of fucked that up (laughs) um what do you look forward to to i am not myself today no you got it what do you look forward to the most working with us I think that I've always, when the Western started, I was like, sick, this is so yeah. cool. Um, and I think that the Western has a really good, like, voice. Like, I mm. I feel like at the moment, like, it's very much, like, boosting local creatives, like, building a network, which is, like, mm. like literally the best thing that you could ask for for, like, a local publication, right? Absolutely. Like, is to build that, that network. Um, I think that what I would like to do is, like, maybe bring more... I don't know. For the Western as a whole, I would like to see a lot more like radical perspectives and a lot more like in like introspective like opinion, like analysis kind of articles. I know that there are lots of them, but I think there's still like more voices to be found, I think, yeah. as as it comes into its own. Like this is not the biggest that the Western is going to be. I think there's so much more to do. And I think what we like the what's what the Western does a really good job of is like being very in touch with like the community around it mm. um and like knowing what people want more of like collaborating and putting on events with like for things that um locals would genuinely like are looking for mm-hmm. and i think like honestly that's like the best thing that you could possibly be doing absolutely as a publication because mm. being out of touch and like having your own vision for something and then just like trying to execute that without knowing what your audience is mm. is like gonna be floppery yeah um so i just want to kind of like familiarize myself with the western and its networks Mm -hmm. and hopefully bring my own little flavor Mm -hmm. my own you know um editing writing style Mm -hmm. to the western um inherently i would really like it like for it to be like um a place where people know that they can go to to like get a platform for their voice absolutely Yeah, yeah especially like local i feel like when I was like in high school, I don't know if I would have like sought out a, like a publication to write for, but I would have definitely read like pieces from the Western because I was like looking for myself in all of the writing that I was reading, whether that's yeah. like books or um, like I would literally read like the articles from like student publications from like uni- university publications. Um, like I was just like trying to find myself and I think it would be a really 
good thing for the western to be like a go-to for young people to look mm-hmm. towards for like more creative inspiration and like to figure out what they want to pursue and what parts of themselves they want to like grow yeah 100% yeah Yeah. I think it's like I don't know it's you guys are already fucking killing it so um (laughs) but I all I can hope is that I help move in that direction you will I'm very excited yes yes, you're just going yeah you're gonna build like a beautiful you're gonna grow the platform (laughs) I can feel it yeah and I yeah you will I can (laughs) I can guarantee it (laughs) and I think it's so true like um having like more room for like um like anyone to just voice their opinion Mm -hmm. and like maybe more radical thinking like that's something that i don't think we've had editorially from the top of my head and you know like i guess it can start now especially with sort of the in this weird malaise of Mm -hmm. um the world that's happening right now for (laughs) sure like the intersections are already there we just Mm -hmm. need to be bringing attention to them and since we operate like firmly from like a western sydney kind of perspective i think mm-hmm. that not only can we talk about the intersections between like the regular like race class mm-hmm. gender kind of kind of like points but mm-hmm. we can also bring in the physical geographic thing of like living in western sydney and like the experience of being like an immigrant here being a local here it's just like there's a lot that we can write about that is like untapped yeah. and that is like that only we can write really Absolutely. because i think my thing is there are so many like radical perspectives that are like radical but mm-hmm. it's like it's like they're teaching me something about myself that I already have lived through yeah. like I, I they still have a right to exist obviously but I think like oftentimes the stories the voices that get pushed to the forefront of media are just like you know kind of taking our narratives like chewing them up regurgitating them mm-hmm. in like a more palatable way for like white audiences yeah. and like fuck that like yeah. we have our own voices like we have our own exactly. platforms we can grow this to the mm. point where we are able to tell our own story and write our own history and i think mm. like that honestly in the long term if you can look back at something that you've done and be like yeah i i, I feel like i gave like my people a platform i mm. feel like i gave them a voice for which to like do that like that's the best thing you could possibly ask for yeah absolutely and there's so much power in that there's so much power absolutely in yeah because um i think this idea of community that you sort of mentioned like that's something that's been popping up obviously in the podcast Mm -hmm. um and i think it's so important to platform like multiple voices because i've said it before i'm gonna say it again Mm -hmm. it's so important to continue working as a collective but Mm -hmm. not monolith everyone yeah. into like this one thing for sure there's so much different pockets of your own identity and your own experiences that you have to unpack like your experience with Western is not is going to be different from mine mm-hmm. and vice versa and mm-hmm. i think i think like that sort of motivation for the platform is going to do like so much for yeah the platform. there should yeah. be more room for plurality of narratives from yeah. like you know people from this area from people that share similar identities it feels Mm. like we are really like in terms of the broader like australian or sydney view of like western sydney people people from like marginalized identities in general it feels like there's only room for like a couple of variations of the narratives that they have Mm. to be like known but i think we have so much more to offer i think that the creative arts here are like 
off like the off the charts i think they're just like not getting the attention that they deserve and so like i really admire the western for like really boosting like local mm. creatives in that way even just like the guests you've had on your podcast mm. i feel like just sitting and listening to them i've been like mm. damn this is like such a crazy experience like yeah. i love that these people have something so strong connecting them which mm. is like i don't know just like a general shared experience whether that be I don't know, whatever it might be. I feel like there's like similar motivations to the way that everyone pursues their art and their and their craft. And it's it's really inspiring to see. Exactly. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm so excited for like having you on like the platform. I'm excited to be here. Yes, of course, of course. Um, that ends the long round of questions. Mm-hmm. Um I have a few set of questions as well, but it's all like this and that, or would you rather? Oh, do just it. to get a That's bit so more fun. about your life. <gasps> okay. There's Keen. about, I think I read about like okay, nine of them. Away from the screen. Yes. Yes. That's why I was like, I'm going to hide the second half oh, of the yeah, questions. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's start off simple. Mm-hmm. Um, train ride or bus ride? Hmm. I like bus rides, but only when I know the route. Like I love the bus, taking the bus home. Yeah. It feels like after like a long day, like just tuning out and being on the bus home, like yes. there's just something so comforting about oh that. God, like I yes. love to just like stare out of the window and like listen to my music. And like, I guess I can do that on the train too, but I feel like I associate train trips with like going somewhere, having a, yes. a place to be. <laughs> and I hate that. Yes, that's so true. That's so true. Bus rides are just like so much more local. and just So, so much comforting. Yeah. Exactly. What about you? Um, bus rides, yeah. I think, as well. They're jaggedy, but, like, I feel... Like, Absolutely. Yeah, it's worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah. Um, summer or winter? Winter. Yes, winter I too. I love layering. We love to hibernate. <laughs> the way that both of us are dressed right now. <laughs> the layers. The oh, layers, my God. The gay layers. Yes. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think, um... Yeah, I hate being sticky and hot. And Australian summers are not for me. I can't swim. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the beach. Yes. <laughs> I just want to layer and <laughs> true. be it's under a blanket. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I mean, fair enough. Winter's not good for like pillow skin because eczema. Oh but no. But <laughs> I still like love the comfort of. Just, I like, literally get yeah. like cracks in my skin oh, or like. Yeah. I use a heater <laughs> on my feet so much they like burn on uh, the tops of them but like that's a me problem yeah, no pain no gain yeah <laughs> just wait till winter so yes. I can really start dressing exactly me. Um, bubble tea or hot tea uh, hot tea probably I drink like my weight in chai like every day mm. and I make a lot of like green tea and stuff I just like love to have a beverage oh delicious love yeah. to have a beverage I can yeah. nurse for like ages yeah this is tea that's I do so love boba cool. though yeah I love bubble tea I think I love boba a bit more like, yeah that's just me cu- keeping in touch with the <laughs> southeast Asian roots mm-hmm, like, as you should yes <laughs> what's your order oh I always I think like the tiger, um, the tiger bubble tea. So like the, you know, the ones with the brown sugar. Yep. At yep, the yep, yep, yep. Yeah. The stripey. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, Labrador, or pu- uh, Labrador or pug. Oh, I don't know. Maybe a Labrador. I'm, I've never had a dog before. I feel like I would just love any <laughs> dog that I was to come into contact oh with. God. But the yeah. personality of labs yeah. feels very just just able to love them yeah. so easily and guide dogs as well i know <laughs> they're just such loving like life yeah. partners <laughs> i know i know i think i'm just biased and i just like pugs because like my lola uh, my grandma owns a pug mm-hmm. and he's just thick like he's such a fatty <laughs> like i love he's slapping him yeah. <laughs> like i love fat boys like they're just like oh no i get you Squeeze. they're just so lovable i know i do yeah. get that thick 
Um, do you watch movies or TV more? TV. TV. TV is like my go-to for comfort. Mm. I think it takes a lot out of me to watch like a a movie yeah. like head to toe paying attention. That's true. That because th- that's the role that like watching stuff plays in my life. I'm like I just want to tune out and like watch this sitcom that I've already seen. Yeah. Just just like play out. But also I feel like TV shows are like underrated. Mm. Like well-made seasons of TV shows that like play out mm. as they should storylines start to finish rather than like Mm. endless like sitcoms that like just go on to make money because they make money um are really good i've watched some really good tv shows in the past year so tv tv is so comforting what about you i know what you're gonna say you know what you're gonna say (laughs) movies yeah (laughs) i'm watching like a movie a night now and i think it's oh yeah i see your instagram post about them i like review them and now i like to watch them through you vicariously (laughs) through your reviews oh bless bless up (laughs) i'll introduce like all of my films like i mean you follow me like Letterboxd. I know we got to we got to the stage in our friendship <laughs> last night. <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> That's how you know. It's, it's real. real. My first Letterboxd follower. Yes. <laughs> how special. Um, MacBook or PC? Oh, you know what? I have no loyalties towards either. Like, kind of like fuck Apple. Actually, true, true. I do yeah. have a MacBook. I will say, and I do like having like apple products if like yeah. multiple because i have an iphone as well yeah. but before that i was i was pc and i was android um yeah. but i get what you mean like i like just like things to look cohesive and pretty so yeah. maybe a macbook but for the price yeah. mm, I, I, know, I could be convinced i, I could be swayed all, all the art hoes have like apple products I know. and that's why i switched to macbook and like apple and no literally same it was my graduation present. I was like, I just want a MacBook that'll <laughs> last me through the years. And then all my friends' MacBooks are like breaking and they have to buy new ones. I'm like, maybe this wasn't a good investment. <laughs> yeah, I know. We can't help it. But, you know, you got to splurge every now and then. Aesthetic. Yeah. Um, Doja Cat or Scissor? Scissor. Yeah, Scissor too. <laughs> Dude. She's there. She's loyal. She's there for your hard times. She's speaking directly to me. I know. Like, I want her to put out another album so bad so I can, like, move on with my life. Exactly. Like, so I can move to the next chapter of, yeah, whatever yeah. it is I'm living. I know. I think, yeah, her her yeah. narrative, her voice speaks a lot more to me. Although, yeah. I have literally followed Doja Cat since, like, 2014 when she had, like, wow. no one rooting for her. Yeah. I was like, I like this stupid little EP, like, <laughs> like of her. I think it was called, like, the her EP. I, like, have yeah. listened to that for many, many years now. <laughs> so I'm glad she's getting her, her yeah. spotlight moment. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan of both. I yes. Love both. Yes. We love them both. But I think SZA is deeper for me. I it's know. a Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Scorpio. are you a Scorpio as well? No, I'm a Libra, but... I don't I know what any of it means. Okay. I just <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> uh, it's okay. <laughs> but Scorpio comes after Libra, and um, I have a few Scorpio placements. But that's vibes. Another conversation. Vibes, vibes, vibes. Yeah. Coles or Woolies? I got banned from Woolies for a year. So Coles. Coles. <laughs> but fuck both of them. Neither yeah. of them treat their employees well. Like they don't True. pay fair that's, wages. That's the retail. Like, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, I got I got banned from the Blacktown Woolies for a year for being accused. Oh, because they accused my parents of like shoplifting, and I'm just uh, for that. Fuck Woolies. I'm fuck. a Coles girl for that. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I don't. I'm not here for the racial profiling. Yeah, oh God, I hate it, oh. dude. It was like, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you about it afterwards. Okay, but it's so yeah, weird. Yeah, we've pointed too many names in this <laughs> podcast already. <laughs> like canceling okay. Woolies. Yes, we're canceling everyone tonight. Okay, last one. This will make or break you. Mm. Um, and I'll just say it: Westfield or West Point. 
Oh, I like West Point. Yes, well, because I oh work my God. there. Yes. I mean, <laughs> some people some people else? prefer like some people live in Blacktown and say Westfield. Like, but what's are you crazy? I will say the shopping is shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like it's, it's terrible. closer to home, and like it's literally home. Yeah. Like, I have so many fond memories of sitting around in the food court after school. Like, yeah. like just just I. There's no reason to be at West Point ever. Mm. <laughs> like the shopping is terrible. Yeah. But I have many fond memories there and I work there and it feels like home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to say West Point as well. Yeah. I feel that. The yeah. correct choice. Yeah. Like Westfield's a stressful man. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> like especially just during like Thursday shopping nights when like everyone I mean, it's just crowded as hell. Like Parramatta is just... It gets claustrophobic and... But at least just, yeah. the buildings have structural integrity and the car park doesn't collapse every couple of years. That's like true. West Point. Oh, that's true. And then, like, they don't have, like... Um, this is a subtweet at West Point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't shut down your car parks so then it doesn't make it, like, accessible for, like, staff to, like... No, literally. <laughs> it was, like, December of last year and we would have, like, everyone cancel appointments at the store I work at. Yeah. Just being, like, sorry, there's just, like... The it was hell. The, there's no parking. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. the parking, lo- yeah. like the parking lot collapsed. Like, sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> so many people were late for shift as well. <laughs> oh my god, what the? It adds character. Hell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's there's beauty. It's in adding struggle to people's lives. Yes. That's what builds character development. Yes, it's a diamond <laughs> in the rough. <laughs> anyway, that's a great note to end on. Um, <laughs> Annie, thank you so much. Thank you for it having me, Nicole. All good. It was so lovely to talk to you and I look forward to working with you. Me too. Okay. I'm really looking forward to it. Yay. I'm so excited. Yay. And where can we find you on your socials? Oh. Where are you most active? Okay, my Instagram, don't cancel me for this, uh, but my Instagram is misandrist with a Z. Mm-hmm. Um, the second yes. S is a Z, so M-I-S-A-N-D-R-I-Z-T. That was a struggle. Um, I don't know if I have any other like public uh, like social medias or anything that I need to Instagram promote. Instagram's your main. Instagram's my main. Anything important that I do, anything to do with the Western, I will post about there. So if you want to follow me there. Go ahead. I don't really. <laughs> nah, I'm sure our followers will not say Not much hi. of an IG baddie, not much of an influencer. But no, not, influ- not influencer, but an IG baddie. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I love your feed. And your Thanks. Look, and your facade and your presence. <laughs> <laughs> My facade. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, thank you again. You've been so wonderful. Thank you for having me. Oh, good. This special episode of the Western Podcast is hosted and edited by Nicole Catalina with intro and outro music by the Western co-founder, Clarissa May. The Western is founded by our editor-in-chief, Laura Ranola, and recorded at our Duneside home in Western Sydney. Once again, our newest editor on the Western is Annie Candia. Please give her a warm welcome and say hi. Give her a follow on Instagram and send her as much love and support down her way. Her Instagram is at Misandrist, so that's at M-I-S-A-N-D-R-I-Z-T. You can follow us on Facebook at The Western and on Instagram at The.Western. Again, that's at The.Western. For more interviews, live pieces, and content from us, visit our website at thewestern.com.au. Thank you for listening. Peace out.